I'm ready. It's recording. Let's go. What's up, people? Welcome to the NGA podcast. Hello, um, I'm Denny. Obviously, I'm Lewis. You should know this by now. Exactly, because we know you're listening every week. Um, yeah, so we're on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Everywhere you go. At NGA podcast, YouTube coming soon. Very soon. We, very, very soon. Today, we're first time in a, a new venue. Yeah. Uh, not my living room. We'll take a little screen, a uh, little snapshot before we leave tonight. So yeah, can, yeah, definitely. It's a little bit, it's we're, a little bit rough right now, but we're progressing. We're moving up in the world ever so slowly. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so today we're gonna talk, uh, talk a little bit about some of our life experiences. Yes. Of which we have vast, vast knowledge. Exactly. Uh, and we're gonna be diving in a little bit on the uh, the interesting world of mixed race relationships. Yeah. As we have some good first-hand experience. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think so. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I was just going to say before, what have you been up to? Yeah, I know you've well, been a busy not, guy. I had a, had a busy day today. Um, obviously, my my Taekwondo students had their grading. So anyone who's even familiar with like music and stuff, when they talk about uh, like singing or, or playing instruments, they, they have grading things as well. So it's just a test to see what kind of level you're at and see if you're ready to go to the next one. Um so yeah, I had I didn't have too too many uh, students there. I had like uh, twenty five take their test, and we're actually really efficient as well with it. How how long is it? how many normally? That sounds quite a lot. Uh, between forty and fifty, to be honest. Um, but a lot of my students are now already higher belts, so they have to wait a little bit longer in between tests. Uh, I'm quite strict with it, um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, one of my students started crying in the middle of the test. Oh no. Which just pressure bit, like yeah it's, do you know it wasn't even anything too serious they were being asked to do a technique that and i think the reason why it got to them was because they knew they should know it right so they were just like oh, oh, i can't get and i could see yeah, i could yeah. see that person's face just going red and then they're like i used to hate ah, doing um uh patterns and, and and stuff yeah like, the, fun, the funny thing was the stuff that normally people would do at, at those grading tests my students are very, very good at it. Right. And I've been saying to them for over a month now, I'm like, you do realise, because as soon as you're being tested, we're going to see you're good at this stuff. Yeah. We don't want you to do the stuff that we know that you're good at. So we're going to ask you to do other things as well. Yeah, yeah. We're going to throw little curveballs at you. Yeah. Such is the nature of, like, if, if you get into a fight, you're not going to know what the person's going to do. Of course, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. The, the thing I was quite proud of is that, um, the the other instructor that was there with me doing the test told that person to just take a minute, go to the back of the hall, get their composure, take a few breaths, and come back. Yeah. And my student was like, "No, no I'm fine. I'll stay here. I'm good." Okay. And they overcame. Sick, so sick. so we'll we'll see. I'm not I'm not going to say whether or not anyone passed or failed because yeah. they don't know yet. Okay. Cool. I make them yeah. I make them sweat a little bit. <laughs> cool. So yeah, man, cool. that's that's pretty much that's like the biggest thing that's been going on for for cool. me recently. Uh, what's what's been going on with um, you? So my, I've had a, a bit of a long weekend with not much sleep. So main reason, basically, um, some work's been started on my flat. So they've ripped out the bathroom and they've ripped out the kitchen. Um, so I've been having to like go various places like shower and oh, okay, like okay. You, and things like that. They have left the toilet politely enough, but no sink. So just, oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know. You can go to the toilet but you exactly, can't wash your hands. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, just that. So I've, it's meant I've got, I've just been sort of ordering materials and tiling, um, 
yeah that's it really so it's just made me a bit tired but i'm gonna get an early night tonight and that should be good yeah. Yeah. is it quite difficult for them to do the work obviously you're in the penthouse right Top yeah job. yeah yeah 90, 96 97 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and the lift weren't working either man he's been playing all this service charge and shit. Yeah, no yeah. no it's a ground floor flat actually <laughs> but um yeah so should we crack on with uh this yeah, topic? yeah so uh obviously this was so it's so a little disclaimer we yeah. had this we actually did this podcast a little while ago but the the sound didn't come out too good yeah so the good thing is that we're since, gonna fire our sound technician yeah since then we've actually i, I don't know about you but i i was thinking oh i didn't mention this i didn't mm. mention that but um, i think that every time i leave yeah from doing a podcast yeah uh but yeah so uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll start off with a little bit of my experience. So, okay. obviously, uh, I'm married and my wife is of Pakistani background. Uh, we have a little boy and he looks like he's of Californian background, <laughs> which is quite nice. <laughs> um, but before that, I'd actually, I don't think I dated uh, a, a Caucasian from the mountains of Caucasus, <laughs> a Norwegian girl. <laughs> uh, I haven't, I haven't actually dated an Aryan woman. <laughs> Pretty much since I was about. He don't believe in the pure bloodline. That's it. Since I was about sixteen, I think sixteen, seventeen. Um, and it, don't for me, it was never really about like a, a race thing. It was just like I find this girl attractive, or yeah, I chat yeah. to this girl, she seems cool, whatever. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd never really generally dated British white girls or whatever so mm-hmm. um and it was weird because I had had a serious relationship with uh, a girl of kind of Indian descent previously and it was a real eye-opener to like the difference in culture yeah um so the the girl that I was dating was Indian and she was of Sikh like she was Sikh religion mm. and I know a lot about her religious background uh, weirdly enough, because I went to school with a lot of Indians, I can actually speak pretty good Punjabi. Okay. So the girl that I was dating thought, do you know what? This will be really easy. Yeah. Because even though you're white, you know about our religion, you know about our culture, you can speak the language. Yeah. You'll, you'll fit right in. So if we do ever go and speak to my parents and staff and, and try and take it a step, mm. you know, whatever. And then uh, she actually did, went and, she went and told her dad. She's yeah. like, you know, I'm dating this guy nice guy he's you know he knows he's into you know the he's into a lot of stuff that we're into as a family you know uh, the the dad was like oh okay okay so you know is is he religious at all and she was like yeah yeah he you know he proper into Sikhism he knows everything about it yeah because I actually knew more than she did generally okay um and the dad was like oh okay cool 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 so he's like does the guy smoke? Does the guy drink? For obviously for Indian families, yeah. they're, they're big like against that. She's like, no, no, no. He's an athlete. You know, he he's not into that stuff at all. He's like, oh, that's that sounds great. So, what, what's his name? And she she's like a bit hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, what's what's his name? She's like Lewis. He's like Lewis. Punjabi <laughs> name. I was like, so basically he was saying, you know, that's a white name if I ever heard it. You know, that's a mountain, mountainous Highlander's name. Um, so yeah, that and that was pretty much it. Like the, the relationship was a no-go in the eyes of the family. And subsequently, you know, it, that kind of brought around the, the end of our relationship okay. as well. Um, which was a bit weird. And <clears throat> even the this particular girl ended up getting a kind of an arranged marriage oh wow uh, to a guy that she didn't even like 
just to just because she was so annoyed at her parents for like kind of squashing her idea of who she wanted to be with. Wow. So yeah, it was a bit. It's a bit weird. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Um, and it actually made me a little bit apprehensive about getting into a relationship with another Asian girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so instead of backing out, I went a step further. Because <laughs> you know me, <laughs> never, never to be put off by a bad experience. So my wife is obviously Pakistani background, her, like her family's Muslim. Mm. And that, that, was, that was interesting. I mean, as... I feel bad to say it, but it's, I'm I'm kind of fortunate that her dad passed many, many, many years ago, because if her dad was alive, there was no way she'd ever got past her dad. Right. Okay. Um, she's a her family was quite strict, really. Like her dad was quite strict into like religion and right. stuff like that, and I was quite adamant that no matter what happens, I'm not converting. Right. Um, and yeah, her her mum was like, you know, can't you find a nice Pakistani or a nice Muslim boy? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I could, I'm sure I could find one if I look for long enough. Yeah. But, you know, then what? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I know this point. guy's yeah. decent. Yeah. I know he's got good morals. He's, you know, got got a good backbone. She's talking about you? Yeah, I didn't, I thought oh. it was weird, didn't I? I was like, why are you lying to your mother for? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a bit weird. Like I had, I had to have some real heated conversations with her mother. Okay. Who up until that point had been cool with me. Because she was, like, on the DL, knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. But fronted like she didn't. Yeah, yeah. So when when my wife officially told her, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm dating this guy, yeah, it's serious, did it? she's like, oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. I never knew. All these times he was around the house till 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. And it was it was difficult just to, that there are differences in culture, there are mm. differences in religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah there's there's obviously it's quite nuanced as well there's there's different aspects to it yeah but i never really i never really thought about when i was younger mm. would it be an issue it's, it's I, something similar i never i mean i where i grew up was very multicultural in fact someone recently posted a picture on facebook of um me in in 1986 so i must have been if i was five so it would have been like my first or second year like reception or year one oh. and um there's this girl in the in the front row. You know those old school photos where like it's like three three rows of the class. Oh yeah. Kind yeah. of sitting behind each other. Who um who I used to um used to be my little the little crush. My little crush, my little reception girlfriend type of thing. And um she was from Singapore. Oh, okay. So it was just like from day dot. It was really funny actually, because I was just looking at that picture and how diverse it was. It was like it was a very cause I went to school school in Wembley right and it's like it was diverse but the diversification of, of Wembley's changed yeah. a lot more but in that picture I mean this is just an inner city school and there was like I think there's 28 kids and like six of them are uh East Asian which okay. you just wouldn't no. see nowadays like that's you know, you might, you might like, um, there's a lot of schools in London where it's predominantly black. There's a lot of schools in London where it's predominantly Asian, but this is like about a quarter of the class was East Asian. Okay. So I didn't even remember it. I was literally just looking at it. So maybe it was, uh, maybe that's why I fancied her. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, I was looking at the photo and I thought, damn, I wonder where she is now. <laughs> I did think that. <laughs> I did think that as well. I did think that, but that was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, so I think even since, ever since I've been little, I've never really, um, 
thought about it and it's actually as I've got older um, and I date it, you know, and then when you start dating properly, sort of mid-teens, um, I dated like white girls, black girls, Asian girls. Married girls. <laughs> there was one or two. <laughs> um, and it wasn't anything I really used to think about. I think when it, when it first started becoming an issue was a couple of, I moved from London to Slough only for about six months. And um, one of my cousins, or two of my cousins, who are similar age to me, um, used to say, like, I think I might have been dating a white girl or or um, or seeing someone. And they they then started saying, like, oh, why do you only date white girls? Like, do, And that was the first time it was ever a thing. So even then, I guess, like, it wasn't... It wasn't um, it wasn't an issue. I still didn't think too much of it because it was just like, I've got like, say 16 years of experience, no one like dating whoever, no one really cares. It's just those people. But then I found as I've got older, more people have spoken about it. More people have mentioned it. And the truth is I don't, as I said, I've always dated like whoever is in my vicinity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoever's <laughs> pussy, I can grab. No, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so um but, shout out trump <laughs> so, so, yeah so uh, have you ever had someone directly say to you like you know you shouldn't mix with or that's that's wrong you should you know you shouldn't be dating that person because i've been around people who have that like who sort of spout that rhetoric like i haven't had someone specifically say it to me yeah but i've been around people when that conversation's been had um and for example like i know people who not so much now but particularly when i was younger and stuff like that just because of stuff i do now so i'm not really around the same people as much but people like who believe the nation of islam um and that's one of their type of things like yeah and um or it's not even necessarily to say they believed it but as you're growing up um you see them and they stop you in the street and you might chat to them or you get you may get involved in it because i did for a little while you may get involved in it for a little while um and it's 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 a sort of black empowerment so to speak i guess yeah but there's a lot of for me personally and this isn't to criticize them because i didn't hang around long enough to really understand it and i never have so malcolm x was nation of islam um muhammad ali was nation of islam when they were much more militant and then both of those people later kind of renounced that and then that was when they were still uh muslim but they were a lot of the They'd kind of hard, all of yeah, the hard line stuff, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, 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 but they, they, they believe in that, um, that, um, uh, black people shouldn't date outside their race. Um, so That's a bit weird as well for like, from, from my experience, yeah, being with obviously being married to a Muslim and stuff and yeah. knowing, knowing a lot of Muslims and a lot about Islamic culture. If, Obviously, a lot of it is cultural, but if a girl came home with a white guy, it'd be yeah. an issue. Yeah. If a guy came home with a white girl, yeah. it wouldn't be an issue as long as she's happy to convert. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. As long as she converts, you're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a bit cultural, but it's, it's weird to think that, that there's nothing in any religious text that's... Well, I, I say that. There is some things in religious texts yeah. that kind of say you... Like, for example, the the... 
the Christians, the, the Bible, some of the scriptures, mm. they talk about being allowed to keep slaves. That's right. right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And that was a lot of the stuff that in America that was used to, to, yeah. to actually like kind of keep black people under the thumb a bit. Like, yeah. this is your holy book and it says you belong here yeah. in this yeah. position in society. And they kind of use that a lot. But um, generally, a, a lot of the, the religions in terms of like marriage and stuff, they say as long as the person is of the same religion, right. we'll find the yeah. marry yeah. rather than saying no. Yeah. But it was weird, actually, because I was talking with someone today about... Um, like the nation of Islam and um, and just more so like culture of religions even in America and how people don't tend to realise that a lot of Christianity and Islam was enforced through like slavery basically okay because if you think most uh, most most people most black Americans yeah they if you look at their lineage it comes from Africa yeah and Africa was a, a tribal continent where everyone had their like their own small there was like thousands of small religions that yeah. belonged to each individual tribe and they'd have their own religion and then suddenly you've got all these people that are in America and they've yeah. had Christianity forced upon them and yet they're now preaching it even more so than the people that used to preach it to them almost yeah because where I was there was a, a gospel church okay and uh, I actually used to go to a gospel church uh, in Slough when I was younger with one of my friends okay I, said, I love it you know because you come <laughs> out and you're like yeah. The air so fresh. <laughs> the sun is on my face. God is good to me. I got both my arms, both my legs. I am blessed. Like you feel like everything in your life is just yeah. a positive thing. And it's don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of good to take from from them. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it was just it was weird to think that these people can be so um almost I don't want to say radical because the way radical is used now is, yeah. is a lot different. But almost radical or fanatical about their mm. religion. And yet, if you look into the history of it, it yeah. was, you know, enforced under threat of death yeah, pretty much, upon yeah, your ancestors. Yeah. And yet you've, you've taken it to this next level. Yeah, yeah. But, oh. um, but yeah, when it comes going, coming back on topic a little bit, when it comes to <clears throat> people like confronting, mm. um, like, I'm, you know, I have white privilege. I was talking about this today, being a white man, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and uh, dating, a, dating an Asian girl, even... Initially, when I go shopping with my wife, living in Slough, there's a lot of Asian people living in Slough, and it's all cool. Yeah. But they would stare. Yeah. And they'd stare at me. They'd stare at my wife, and you mm. know she'd get uncomfortable by it. So I'd just walk up to them and I'd start chatting to people. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how you doing? You're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, this jacket's it's a, it's a Hollister jacket, and they were like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm assuming that's why you're staring. Just yeah, like, yeah. You know, it is a nice jacket. Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, no, no, it wasn't that. I'm like, oh, is it because my wife's Asian and I'm white then? Yeah. And they're like, nah, nah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. what's up? Yeah. And people, like, generally, people don't want to say mm. why they're looking. Yeah. But people will look. Yeah. Um, but I did once have, uh, while I was, I was dating an, an Indian girl, and one of my Indian work colleagues, who was a very actually a very good friend of mine, the only reason why they're work colleagues is because they got me a job at that place. Right. Um, and I used to go around their house, have dinner, everything. They like they treat me like family. Yeah. But when they found out that the girl I was dating was of the same caste as their family, yeah, she was like, "That is wrong. You shouldn't be mixing with other people from other backgrounds. You should stick to your own." Like really? straight up, just said, "You should stick to your own kind." Wow. I was like, "She's a human being." Yeah. my own kind yeah. that's it like there's and I, I just found it so weird yeah. to hear something that I perceive to be like when you hear stuff like that 
you tend to think it's going to come from someone a lot older. Yeah, yeah. And from from a time where, you know, Britain was like a white country. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. And I was like, woman, you are Asian. Yeah. Right. Born in, you're of Asian descent, born in Africa, living in England. Yeah. And you're talking to me about stick with my own kind. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a person of the earth. Like, that's yeah, it. Yeah. We're all from the same planet. Yeah. Ain't no alien. You need to chill. Yeah. I've had, um, there was a funny story, actually. So I used to see this, um, this girl who was um, white and she, um, we were cool. Like, we're, st- we're, we're, we're really good friends and everything now um and like i knew her her family like literally as i said they used to treat me awesome years years later like we would go like go out um me and a couple of other mates they would allow us to just crash at theirs sort of thing um years later the dad um was doing some work near where i lived um, like some building work and he, he he called me up and he said oh den do you know any um where uh any good like cheap hotels are in central london because i'm gonna be up there the next few days doing some work and i was like i don't to tell the truth like there's not really any such thing <laughs> you know you're not going to find a cheap hotel around here but feel free to crash so he he's he spent the week um like monday to friday just crashing at mine so we just got talking we got talking to the you know and he knew obviously i was with someone now his his daughter, who I used to see, but we were friends, remained friends, was with someone. But he used to really like like me, like his whole family, his mum, the sister, like everyone. He said, "Oh, Denny, why don't you two get together?" Sort of thing. He's a nice guy, Denny. I know. Everyone I, loves you. What can I say? Um, but the funny thing was, he he, he we were just sit chilling in the living room one evening, and he turned around and he goes to me, um, "Oh, so like." What happened with you and Anna? Like, I would love to be out. I'd love to have the honour. Name call- drop. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Do you, do, you want to, do you want to cut that out? I will do. <laughs> right, so what That's getting with- beeped. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like, so what happened with you and such and such? And um, and I was like, oh, nothing. Like, we're, we're cool. And he was like, yeah, like, I know it's a weird thing to say, but, you know, I'd be honoured if, um, you know, you're, you're a good lad and all of this. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> this is like a long time after this, like good three, four years, like we're just cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I kind of feel bad. It's kind of been playing on my, my mind a lot. What and I was like, hell? what? Oh. And he was, he turned around and he, and he was honest with me and he said, I've always wondered and I hope it's not the reason. Um, but before I met you, I didn't really, like he goes, before I met you and the boys, I didn't really know any black people. And where I grew up, it was quite normal to say like racist jokes and and things like that. And I, I've always kind of had a feeling that I wonder if that's the reason she she never thought I would approve right, right, right. of it. Um, so that's why you two never got together. Um, and it did kind of take me aback a little bit. <laughs> and, then, and then you replied, nah, man, I was too big. It wasn't going to work. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a stereotype. It's legit. <laughs> But I, um, I mean, obviously, I did try and get too deep into the conversation. That's, that's a I was weird just conversation. Like, it is, that, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But that was the thing. Like, I weren't comfortable you're with like, having a go. So, like, do you know what it is a shame, man? Because I used to love spending quality time with your daughter. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> and um, but I just, I just said, nah, nah. I'm sure it's not. Like, at the end of the day, like, we're we're good friends. You know, I've become good friends. Even yourself, you're like staying here, and you're everyone else in the family, and 
and everything but it was just such a weird thing to say but it's even things like that like i don't know if that was true it's not something i ever asked because as i said by the time that happened we were so past that we were just we were just friends you never needed to really sort of did you mention it to your former girlfriend now friend that no no i didn't even mention it that's what i mean it was like we were so past that i didn't even think it was worth revisiting all right so bleep tune into this episode you'll find out some interesting (laughs) stuff but um about your clan member daddy But it was it was it was interesting to 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 um, to hear that, and yeah. even, and 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 the, the the weird thing of it was, was from from the moment we met him, he was so welcoming and so nice. Like we had no inkling of anything like that at all. Yeah. yeah. So, um, obviously that feel you know he didn't just meet us and be like, oh, I'm gonna stop saying racist things. I mean, even in that during the time he was there. Um, I don't know if you remember a few years ago there was like there was a, someone in golf and it was um, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch used the term coloured, okay, um, to refer to a black person. Tiger <laughs> <laughs> And and even then, like he he turned around like we were watching that and he turned around and said, "Yeah, I don't get like I know I'm not supposed to say it, but why?" Like and he was asking me so. You could you could tell that the, the, the let me give you some education. <laughs> yeah. Be- so we spoke about it. We spoke about it anyway. So that was all cool, and I appreciate that. You know, like he's asking me, and that's cool. Yeah. But it was it was like even like four or five years after you 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 were saying this these racist jokes and saying racist stuff, it, you've then got to know me. Yeah. And. And now you're still using that word. You're, like, you're still saying coloured. And you're also thinking, oh, shit, did I mess things up? Yeah, so it's like even outside forces can have an effect on uh, a relationship, like race-related-wise. So if someone's parents are raised, wouldn't approve, essentially, because yeah. of the colour of someone, their older brother, things like that, other family members, um, yeah, even that sort of stuff has effects. And I think that I've, I've got a feeling that may have played played a little bit into it but as i said it's all ancient history so i'm not too too for too too bothered yeah um but yeah i also dated a girl from bangladesh and she um it was quite an interesting one so obviously being from bangladesh as you expect she was she was muslim her um look on it was basically like yeah you're cool for now but um this ain't really gonna work a long time so as long as you know and it was almost like her family didn't know of me, but her family, I guess the stance was almost like, look, you do what you do. Keep it away from our doorstep. When you're ready to bring a man home, he better look a certain type. He better be a certain religion yeah. sort of thing. And she um, even like will be walking places and she would see someone and be like, oh, and then like turn the other way and be like, oh, that person's like knows my family and they're always giving me grief because I'm, I'm dating a black guy and, and things like that and all this yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So I was just like, and funny enough, she actually used to say to me, she actually used to say to me things like, oh, sometimes I just wish I was white because white girls don't have to go through all of this kind of oh uh, drama and things like that. I used to say, like, I'm sure like, everyone has their I, I, I own kind of uh, issues. I think and... Ivanka Trump might go through a little <laughs> bit Yeah. But, um, but, but well, the, the girl I mentioned previously is, is a similar situation. Yeah, yeah. Her dad potentially could have <laughs> been saying a couple of things to her. But anyway, um, but yeah, it, it's it's a weird situation. I think that's that's uh, definitely a couple of ways I can think Yeah, that's racist. Play I mean, weird one, one that I had was a, a girl who I had like a, I had a crush on her for like a year. And I never thought it was going to go anywhere. 
So I, I kind of, I was ready to leave or whatever. And, uh, and then she kind of instigated something happening. So I was like, all right, cool, cool. And similar kind of thing. She was a Indian girl. Uh, her family were very like into not just making sure that the guy's Indian, but also of the right cast and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'd chat to her on the phone and she'd be like, oh, I hate it that you're white. Wow. And I'd be like, nah, what? what? She's like, yeah, I wish you weren't white. If you were just Asian, it would just be all right. I was, like, need, I was like, you just need to stop that kind of nonsense yeah. talk. Because, and do you know what? Here's the, the thing that I've I've always had, because it's it's funny actually, even just a minute ago, you were saying how um, like people's parents might say, when it comes time to settle down, you better make yeah. sure you bring a guy, like a guy that looks like this. Yeah. So my my background, my family, both my parents were born in Scotland. Um, my grandfather was like a quantity surveyor on the M1 or something. So my mum travelled down through like Newcastle, Liverpool, kind of okay. when she was growing up. Um, but my dad was like bo- born and raised up in the country. Uh, he actually used to like play school football against like. Um, Oh, I'm trying to remember. You know that uh, rally driver that died a couple of years back? No. Oh, I'm trying to think what the guy's name was. Like, proper famous dude. It'll come to me in a bit. But, uh, Not Colin McRae? Yeah, Colin McRae. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, just about to say, yeah. like, that's white people's sport. I don't know yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, video games, Colin yeah, yeah, McRae. That was it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I was playing it once. I was like, I'm playing... Co-. I said to my dad, I'm playing Colin McRae rally. And my dad just went, is his younger brother... And I was like, I don't know what his younger brother's name is, Dad. Why did you even say that? He's like, look it up. So I looked it up, and he had a younger brother with the same name. He's like, yeah, I used to play football with them back in the day at school. He's like, they used to be in the motorbikes. I didn't know he became a rally driver. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But that's he was like out in the sticks kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know no one born in in London is going to end up a rally driver. (laughs) (laughs) Not unless unless they leave. But um, So yeah, my my dad was like, look, I understand you're not going to meet a Scottish girl. That's, that's just not going to happen. Well, it's very unlikely. But, you know, when you do decide that, you know, you want to settle down, you better make sure that that goes white and Christian. Wow. And I was like, oh, dear. I was like, look, Dad, all right? I love you. You're my dad. I respect you. Despite all the nonsense that you do, right? I don't I don't want to make you unhappy. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not really attracted to white girls. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I've dated a couple of white girls. Yeah. I do see some white, and I'm like, yeah, that, that white girl's hot. And yeah, yeah if, if, you know, if there's a spark there, then cool, yeah. whatever. But it doesn't, it doesn't come into my mind. Yeah. You know, she's Asian. She's a no-go. I don't think like that. Or mm. she's black. I can't date her. Yeah. I don't care. So if I meet the girl of my dreams and she happens to be from Nigeria. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Because she's the, yeah, like, that's, that's, and, and the, the big thing that I've seen with a lot of my friends that have, that are in mixed race relationships, mm. especially ones where the the parents have tried to break them up, or even because a lot of them, especially if it's an Asian girl, yeah, it's quite easy for the family to manipulate them. Okay. Or at least from what I've seen, yeah, like yeah, I've known three or four girls that have, that have said I was in a relationship with this guy, you know, basically I, I was going to force my dad to a heart attack or my mum was going to have a take an overdose. Because wow. I was with a with a white guy, and I'm like, you're stupid if you actually believe your mum was gonna OD because you were dating a white guy. This wow. highly unlikely. Mm. Like, don't I'm sure someone may be listening and goes, well, actually, I know someone <laughs> that did. Obviously, there are examples, yeah. but general rule of thumb, 
you know, your parents are trying to blackmail you. And my, yeah. my standpoint on it is this, right? Like, so I'm 33 mm-hmm. and my dad didn't want me to marry an Asian woman, right? Yeah. Now, if, if I married a, let's say my dad found some white girl and he was like, yeah, you know, she's the one. And I was like, do you know what? Fine, whatever. Make my parents happy. I'll marry her. Yeah. So my mom's already passed. So, you know, making her happy for, for what? Actually, my mum passed before I got married, so yeah. that wouldn't make a difference. Uh, my dad, he's pushing 60. So let's say he's got another 15, 20 years tops, probably less than that based on his lifestyle. I'm being honest, man. I used to work in, in finance. We used to deal with like life insurance and stuff. So we, we're very clinical when it comes to <laughs> life and death. We don't care. So, but that's the way I look at it. I'm right. like, okay, let's say my dad lives 10, 15 years. I'll be 45. Right. Right. This me now having to live from 45 to 75, another 30 years after the death of my dad, dealing with the consequence of making a decision to make him happy. Right, yeah, He's not here yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the consequence of that decision are going to outlast the people that are making you do it. Yeah. So ultimately, if you love someone, you want to be mm. with that person and your parents are like, nah, we'll disown you. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go and be with whoever it is you want to be with. And you know what? It might have turned out to be a mistake. But at least you find out. And then you blame mistake. Lewis for telling you to. Yeah, man, blame me. <laughs> Call 1-800. <laughs> I don't give a... Exactly. Because, do you know what? It, for me, it's really frustrating because mm. I've always had that mentality of if you're an adult, yeah. act like an adult. Yeah, true. Make your own decisions. Yeah. Stand by them. And if you're wrong, put your hands up and say, do you know what? I messed up. Yeah, true. And no one can really hate on you for it. Yeah. If you, as long as you're not disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was, there was one uh, situation happened. It was it was actually a, a guy who I used to work with, and he was in his fifties, and he was British guy, white British guy, yeah, married to an Indian woman, and they got married when they were like twenty something, right. And I was like, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got married thirty years ago? I was like, yeah. I was like, so that was in the nineteen eighties. He's like, right. Well, that couldn't have been easy, could it? Shit, yeah. And he was like, well, actually. It was really hard. Like, I had to take my now wife to my house, and this was I had my own flat back in the day. Yeah. And um, I I pretty much sent a letter to the parents' house saying, "Look, your daughter's with me. She's safe. She's fine. If you know, she's pretty much, you know, she she's devastated that she's not around her family now. Yeah. Her daughter was like, "No, nah, if I have to leave them, I have to leave them. I'm being yeah, with you. Yeah, That's yeah. it." Yeah. Um, and he was like, look, I don't want her to get cut off from her family. I want you guys to have a relationship. Yeah. So you're more than welcome to come around, call me, and I'll, I'll arrange a time that you can come and see her. Yeah. So they sat down at his place, having a conversation, this girl's mum, dad, and brother. And the dad just reaches across and grabs his sister by the hair and tries to drag her out of the what? house. Yeah. So he's got up, lamped the brother. <laughs> like, it's all kicked off. Yeah, he's yeah. thrown the family out, called the police, everything. And they're, they're like, that's it, we disown you, you know, we don't want nothing to do with you anymore, you bring shame upon our family. Wow. And uh, and you know what? Now, his his in-laws love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I found it, I've, I've seen so many examples, like I mm. met um, I met an Indian woman once, and she was dating her, she wasn't dating, she was married to a Rastafarian. Okay. And, uh, and I was chatting to them both, and I was actually, I was working in B&Q at the time, right? Yeah. But I'd dated Asian girls myself and I'd seen like what happens. 
And I was just fascinated. And because like I struck up a call with them, whatever, and we were cool chatting, I was like, guys, I hope you don't mind. I want to ask, tell me to shut up if you want. But I've got to know, like, how was your family when you guys approached and, you know, you were like, mum, dad, here's my man. Yeah. You know, and, and he's like, you know, every team be airy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, well, actually, my, my parents are Amrit Dali, which is uh, it's basically the, a way of saying they're very strict, devout Sikhs. Right. So even, you know, like women get to a certain age, they have to laser the top lip or get it threaded or whatever. Okay. These women, don't, they don't. They don't care what grows. Like if they oh, get wow. facial hair, okay. they don't care. They don't deal with it. Okay. God made us this way. Yeah. We deal with it. So the women wear turbans as well. Obviously men wear turbans. They, they follow all, all aspects of Sikhi to a team. Yeah, okay. Um, and she was like, yeah, my, my parents were, were actually all right with it. Wow, because, okay. Because what, what my parents realised is if they objected to it and we still went ahead, people will talk. They were like, oh, do you see, you know, that girl from that family, she ran off and the parents... Yeah. And it's something to talk about. Yeah, it's gossip. Yeah, yeah. But if the parents go, look, you know, we're inviting you to the, the marriage of my daughter and this fine young man yeah. that she's going to marry, everyone's like, oh, she's she's marrying a, you know, a black guy or a yeah. black guy with dreadlocks. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Okay, yeah, but he's cool, you know, you yeah. come chat to him. And suddenly there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no taboo. Yeah, yeah. And the taboo gets created by the parents, mm. generally. Yeah. I think, I do think, I do think, I don't know if it's right to say globally, but I do think a lot of cultures tend to, particularly when they haven't got experience of black people, more there's more of an issue with particularly the females dating a black guy, not necessarily in Western culture so much, but from other places. Yeah. Which I, I do find, in fact, I remember my mate telling me this really random story and he's black. He was at uni and um, this, this girl's Chinese and she was from a really, really remote place in China. Her family's never ever seen a black person before. And um, they were talking and he said, basically her mum had said to her, when you go to England, make sure you don't date a black guy because they'll get you pregnant and they'll leave you. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was like, How damn, lose troubles. <laughs> but um, he turned around and said, what? And she, and like, she was saying, like, yeah, yeah, so I, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Um, and then like her mum was saying, like, don't hang around. And saying like all, all the negative stereotypical sort of stuff and saying all this stuff. He was saying, and he said he stopped her at one point. And he was like, "You do realize I'm black, like you, like your mum told you as well, not to hang around with black people, all this sort of stuff." And then the typical, "Oh yeah, but I know you now. You're different," <laughs> sort of thing. Oh, but what, what, while we were laughing, it weren't even that. We were laughing at that. These ne- negative stereotypes manage to find their way into the most remote of places. Yeah, yeah. Like it's nuts. It's proper crazy. Do you know what's funny though? Actually, I was in. This was like uh, 2007. I was in uh, India and mm. I was in I was in a very remote part of Punjab mm. and it's quite a poor part of Punjab as well. So uh, there's no tourism there and if you if you see like kid you see a kid who's never been to like a, a city, he's maybe six, seven years old. Yeah, yeah. Never seen anyone but, but Indians, right? Yeah. So I was with a friend of mine, we went to a couple of different people's houses, friends of his, family, people that he knew, whatever. Yeah. And uh, we go to this this one house, and there's a, a young kid there, and he's like seven, eight years old. Yeah. And he pointed at me, and he said in Punjabi, like, like, what's that? Oh, shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> the guy, he's like, my, my mate was like, it's, it's a white guy. Yeah. And he's like, and he basically said to him, for example, I've, I've seen them on TV. Right? <laughs> my friend goes, he goes, watch out, they're, they're all thieves. Right? <laughs> They'll steal everything. The kid ran, picked up his toys and ran off with his toys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing right yeah. it just takes yeah. it just takes that one and he was joking he went and told yeah. the kid like yeah. money playing whatever for yeah. but it just takes one little it couldn't it might not have even been said seriously yeah yeah but it was said and people take it as gospel yeah, yeah. and then it gets blown out of proportion yeah, yeah you know I thought the history of people not wanting black guys to date white women was because the I know what you'd call it I don't want to call it a fallacy because it's, it's not necessarily a fallacy. I don't want to sound like I'm being harsh. But the thing about black guys being well hung and them not wanting the black guy to ruin the white woman for, for, forever. So like if, if there's a white guy with her, she's like, what is it? I can't feel it. You know. Well, I can't speak for everyone. Because <laughs> I remember back in the day, I don't know yeah, if you... Yeah. Um, you know Linford Christie, right? Yeah. So this is going off on a little bit of a tangent, but... Um, so Linford Christie obviously he was like uh, I think he had the Olympic record and he had the world record uh, sorry and he was world champion but he never actually broke the world record yeah, yeah. and he was obviously like British athlete 100 metres sprint whatever yeah. he retired and then someone asked him to race again right and it, he was he was actually coaching at an event and someone was like come on do, join the race join the race and he was like I haven't trained in years I'm not really they're like come come do it so he'd done it he won he got drug tested and he failed the drugs test oh, right, yeah, first that. time in yeah. his career and he went on this thing, like, he was like, nah, 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 this is BS. Yeah. I couldn't have failed. I wasn't even competing. I had no reason to take any yeah, kind of supplement yeah, or yeah. whatever. It's stupid. But the tabloids were running this thing where uh, they're con- they're, they were concentrating on the size of his package. They called him <laughs> Lunchbox Linford. And what? he was fuming. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, I've, I've met Linford Christie. Yeah. He's just generally, yeah. he's a big man. Yeah, yeah, I met him. I, I, I actually, actually came into the Vodafone shop years ago when I used to work in there in Uxbridge. Okay. He okay. is, he is a, yeah. Yeah, well, he he is a in, big guy. He, he lives, I think he still lives in Ivor. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he's like big into gardening and stuff. So when I was working in B&Q, he used to come in a lot. Ah. And I remember the first time I saw him, sorry guys, a bit of a tangent, but I was walking down the hall, I looked at him and I was like, that looks like you know, obviously you don't yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. go off and say anything straight away. And then I was looking at him, I was like, if he looks straight at me, I will know straight up if he's looking yeah. Christy. He looked at me and the look in his eyes, I thought he was going to beat the crap out of me. <laughs> so I looked down, I kept walking and I walked past two minutes later and one of my colleagues was like having a giggle with him. Yeah. And like he was proper jovial. I was like, oh, at least he's all right. Next time he came in, I was like, yo, Linford. <laughs> I help you out, man. What do you need? So yeah, I started chatting to him. And, but that, that's the thing, like, there's, people have their perceptions yeah. about everyone. Like, mm. you have the perception about Asian people that they are... Um, I don't know. Well-educated, smart, yeah, intelligent, yeah. good at maths. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're talking about, sorry, sorry, I got a bit confused when you said Asian, when we're talking about, like, East Asian or South Asian or... That's a good point. Someone yeah. mentioned that the other day, like, in England, we call Indian people Asian. Yeah. Whereas in America, they call Indian people... Indian, I guess. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. And they say, you know, everyone kind of oriental of oriental features is 
Asian. Yeah. But yeah. even the term Oriental isn't used that much anymore. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And in America, yeah. apparently, it's, 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 it's like a bit a offensive. Slur yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I only had that like probably in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I was, I was confused. Mm. But, but again, it's like, you know, being a white guy, I'd, I've never had to worry about it really. The yeah. only time I've ever had someone kind of give me any BS about me being white was because I was dating an Asian girl. Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. at a, a dinner and dance thing once. And it's a, a common thing. Have you ever been to a dinner dance? Yeah. Yeah. So especially like the Asians love it, right? Yeah. There's, there's dinner dance, like Asian style dinner dance place everywhere. When I say Asians, I'm talking about Indian Asians, yeah, <laughs> just to be specific with y'all. So, um, so I'm at this dinner dance and they open up the, like the, the food, I think it was a buffet thing. And uh, I'm standing in line and these guys are checking out the girl that I'm with. And then she comes up, she puts her arm around me. Like, she didn't care. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. knew people were looking, she didn't care. Yeah. Anyway, these guys started speaking in Punjabi, cussing me out, okay. not knowing that I understood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, what do I do? What do I do? Like, should I say something? Should yeah, I not yeah. say something? So, I, I can't remember what I said to them, but I said something to them in Punjabi. And then they, they got a bit shocked. They were like, huh? To Punjabi bolda. They asked me, like, you speak, where do you learn yeah, from? Yeah. Stuff? And I was just, just, I was like, my response was, which means all all uh, all people speak Punjabi. Okay. Yeah. Or I think I said, Goria, like, all white people speak Punjabi. Yeah. And they're like, huh? And I was like, yeah. And I, I said to her, I'm from Slough, right? You have to speak Punjabi <laughs> if you're from Slough. So I started cracking some jokes yeah. with them. And I, like, for, for a minute, they were cool. And then they're like, oh, listen, yeah, bruv. You know you're with that Indian girl, yeah? I was like, yeah. They're like, nah, that's not right. You need to stick to your own. Wow. And they said, like, clear like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, let me ask you something. And they're like, yeah, what's up? I go, do you like Guri? And he's like, what? I was like, Guri, Pasan. Which means, like, do you like white girls? Yeah. And they're like, they started getting hyped. They're like, yeah, man, Guri, fine. I was like, is it? He's like, yeah, yeah. I goes, you should stick to your own as well then, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, nah, what? <laughs> Suddenly yeah, the rules yeah, don't yeah, apply. Yeah. And the thing is, I think generally, especially if you repress people yeah. and you're like, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, they're going to want to do it more. Yeah, yeah. So I think from, from a parent's perspective, saying to your kid, don't do this, you don't know what kind of kid you're going to raise. Your yeah. kid might rebel against you. Yeah. And just, just I mean, it's very off. basic. It just starts creating intrigue, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just like, well, why not? Like, what is that? Like, don't don't look in that box. Oh, well, what's in that box? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a it is a bit of a mad one. But even one thing that that I was going to mention as well was how it doesn't even necessarily have to be a, a race thing. Mm. It comes down to even like a, a friend of mine. He's Sikh. And he's married to a Gujarati woman. Right. Now, Gujaratis fo- generally follow Hinduism. He, the, the guy who founded Sikhism was born a Hindu. And most people look at, or a lot of Sikhs and Hindus see it almost as like a brother-sister type religion. Right, yeah. Because there's a lot of crossover. Mm. So, for example, Diwali, for Hindus, there's a, a celebration that happens on the same day. It's called Bandi Shordavas for Sikhs. Right. Sikhs don't even call it Bandi Shordavas. They call it Diwali. Okay, yeah. And a lot of like Sikh kind of more, 
I don't know what you'd say, like uh, more strict Sikhs would cuss people out and be like, you shouldn't call it Diwali, it's not Diwali. But they just celebrate it as the same thing. Yeah. And they follow some other like Hindu traditions, like Rakri is where uh, the girls put a band on their brother's wrist. Okay. Um, and that's a, a Hindu thing that Sikhs also practice. Yeah. So it's that tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet when this girl said, I want to marry this guy, he's Sikh, parents were adamant against it. Wow. It took them eight years to get married. Wow. That's a good segue because I was going to say that. Actually. I was going to say not just race, but sometimes culture comes into a lot of things. Culture, we've kind of touched on religion, but yeah. just different cultures as well. And not to say that um, that will stop people from being together, but have you ever had situations where like you're in a relationship and just different cultures, different upbringings like mean that there's not even necessarily split up but like creates tension or anything like that do you know what there is there's one <laughs> there's okay. one situation uh, it's actually the last white girl that i dated okay down these white girls <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad that i keep going white girl like it's a, <laughs> like it's a thing <laughs> there's just one of them. <laughs> yeah yeah um so i was dating this girl and she was do you know what? actually it was a bit of a mad story mm. as well so I was in secondary school. My friend, who I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm being harsh. Put it this way: he's never going to be a model. Right? Right. <laughs> That's all I can say. Right? Nice guy though. Yeah? Could you be the radio host? <laughs> could you <laughs> yes, have done a podcast? Yes, he could. He could. But um, but yeah. So so he was dating this girl, and all my mates were like, "How in the hell yeah. did he get with this girl?" She's. I think she used to do like. Um, fashion modelling for like River Island and stuff. We were in like 15, oh, 16. Yeah. And so it's, and he was proper rude to her, like off key level. He'd call her his bitch and stuff. And and Damn. she was from a middle class white family. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend was white as well. And yeah. I was like, bro, you can't really call your, like your girl yeah. bitch like that. He's like, I'll say what I want. She'll do what she's told. Needless to say, that relationship didn't last very long. Yeah. <laughs> About three months later, she starts texting me. Oh, shit. So I went to my friend and I was like, I was like, listen, man, remember that girl you're dating? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she wants to meet up with me on Saturday. Obviously, we're boys, right? Yeah. But you know she's hot too, yeah? So I wasn't just going to say no. I was going to speak to you first. <laughs> it's one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. So it's cool. Like, if you say you're not happy with it, if you still got feelings for her, whatever, say, say, nah, and it's cool. I'll just tell her now. Nah. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, nah, 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 it's fine, it's fine, go for it. You know, what, what are you guys going to do? I was like, oh, we're, we're just going to go cinema, innit? He's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's cool, man, go go for it. It's fine, I don't care about her anyway, like, it's in the past. I was like, all right, safe, safe. So we, we met up, went to the cinema. After the cinema, my mate, who I'd spoken to, yeah. three of my other mates and some girls, like one of my other mate's cousins, confronted us. And the mate that I'd spoken to played like, I didn't say, I just went to him and said, listen, I'm taking your, your ex out. Oh, so sick. my mates were like, you're a prick. How could you do that? He's supposed to be your boy and you're doing this. I was like, man, why would you do that? Yeah, like, yeah. And then I, I realised I messed up because I didn't want to say it in front of our group of friends because yeah. I didn't want to embarrass him. Yeah. But I should have done it because then it would, but it is what it is. But um, anyway, turn, years later, this guy... I see him on, like, my, my mate. Yeah. We kind of reconciled a little bit. I don't know, on Facebook. Hardly yeah. ever talk. 
see him, he's married, you know, got a kid. Next time I see him on Facebook, he's outwardly gay. Oh, shit. I was shit. like, what? Wow. I was like, that's how he was getting all these hot women. <laughs> <laughs> they felt comfortable. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But oh, yeah. Damn. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, so this girl, she was a middle class background. Yeah. Right? She lived in Chalfont. I think it was like Chalfont St. Giles or something. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. But nice house overlooking the countryside. You know, she had, uh, she had one of them posh dogs, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, her mum picked me up one time. We were going to go to her house. It was her brother's like 21st birthday. Yeah. I was, was, oh, so you carried on as well after? Yeah, yeah. yeah I still carried on, man. I, was, nah, you I stuck my finger off on my friends. I was like, you guys can screw yourself. You can't tell me who I can and can't date. So, uh, so yeah, so I went to her house and um, uh, helped the family set up for the, the brother's surprise birthday. Mm. Uh, funnily enough, actually, like weirdly coincidentally, her older brother was gay as well okay so uh so she was like you know it was just really weird hearing like they said it like it was a novelty thing the mum she was like so my son thomas he's gay just to let you know <laughs> i was like all right cool yeah <laughs> i don't know why i need to know <laughs> but but thank you for letting me know yeah so uh so yeah so we like help i helped them set up and that and just it was nice being in like a, a nice house. Yeah. Because yeah. I hadn't been in a nice house yet. <laughs> like all solid wood floors and stuff. You know, I was like, this is mad. Yeah. So, so yeah, but obviously when you're, when you're around people, you mm. adapt, right? So even though I'm from Slough and I obviously speak like I'm from Slough yeah. most of the time, if I'm around more affluent people or more well-spoken people, yeah. I'll, I'll adjust the way I speak. Yeah. So by the end of the evening, and by the time they dropped me home, I was like, good night. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. <laughs> Splendid. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, she was like, oh, the, the, the girl's mum, she was like, oh, we'll have to come round and do lunch one afternoon. <laughs> I was like, I live on a council estate. Y'all don't know. <laughs> you can't leave your car parked outside of my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. because I'm embarrassed or anything. I want you to keep your car. <laughs> so... What happened a couple of weeks later, after a lot of pressure, she came out to my house. Yeah. Now, so full disclosure, like it's not it's not even a thing now. But my mum was a was a practicing devout alcoholic, right? So. <laughs> I just see. Obviously, you guys are just listening. Daddy just got real confused for a minute. He's like, "What religion is that?" That took me a second. <laughs> So, uh, so, yeah, so I was like, listen, mum, this girl's coming to the house, yeah? She is next levels. You cannot be drinking <laughs> when she comes around. you got to control yourself. I was like, I won't forgive you, yeah? You need to make sure. Don't don't be drunk when, when this girl comes. My mum was like, don't worry, love. I'll be fine. I won't drink at all. I should have had the conversation with her when she was sober. <laughs> but, but anyway, so, like, the day before, I was like, mum, don't be drunk, don't be drunk. She's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm only going to have a couple. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, so my mum got a little bit tipsy that night and I was like taking her booze off her, pouring it down the sink. I was like, no, you're not going to ruin this for yeah, me. Yeah. She's too hot. <laughs> so the next day, this I probably lost my friends over her. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn it, I'll lose everything. So, um, so yeah, so the next day she comes round and my mum's a little bit tipsy. Yeah. Right. Like she had one or two in the morning. 
uh, mostly like she used to just like brush her teeth with cider and stuff. So, kids <laughs> <laughs> go, no, do you know? Anyway, I'm not cussing people. Like that's just how I deal with like my mum. Yeah, that's how yeah. she was, right? It's all cool. So, my mum being a, a typical child of the '60s was dead set on being a bit embarrassing for me. So when this girl came out, she was like, in front of the girl. She was like, "Lewis, your room's a mess. You better go upstairs." clean up your room, make sure, because if she sees that room, she ain't never coming back here again. I was like, oh. I was like, mum, mum, my room's fine. She's like, no, it's not. Go up there and have a look. So I went upstairs. I'm looking around. I'm like, damn, man, this, this room's it's pretty tidy, man. What's so I'm like, tidy up a couple of little odd things. Yeah. I'm like, other than that, it's all good. So I go back downstairs. My mum's got a photo album out. Oh, me when no. I'm a kid, you know, butt naked in the bath, <laughs> the all this stuff. She's like, look at him here, look at him here, whatever. So they're fine. And then uh, my dad comes home. And my dad had some old beat up Ford Mondeo roof racks on the top of it. That's it yeah. You know, he had to had to push start it and stuff from now again, whatever. Drop this girl home. She texts me like 20 minutes later. She's like, I think we should have a break. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. This should be Lady in the Tramp, isn't it? We can make this work. <laughs> so yeah, but that was like a clear. She was just like, yeah, nah, yeah. I ain't dating no poor man. Yeah, <laughs> Allow yeah, you. Yeah. You yeah. ain't got no inheritance. <laughs> you got no trust fund. You know, you don't even know what peppercorn sauce is. <laughs> oh shit! No, I've I've um, I don't know if I've had so the 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 my current girlfriend is um very middle class, and I think there's been like a couple of little things, but we've adjusted and sort of work for she, it like shocked that your flat doesn't have like a west wing <laughs> <laughs> no i think to tell the truth i think the, the biggest difference is just sort of drive like you know like when you if you've come from like if you've had like been like really broke you kind of do everything you can to not you know to avoid being in that situation again yeah man. so that's like i guess that's that takes up a lot of my time that's like a big deal to me Whereas she's a lot more relaxed about money. So she doesn't get necessarily why I work so hard or doing this. And then sometimes we class sort of trying to explain it. But I've actually, a, a girl I was kind of seeing before, not, we were never official or nothing like that. Um, I had an interesting situation in, um, uh, we were out one time. I think we were walking through Camden High Street and someone, some guy um, was handing out CDs. Right. Um, and I, I was just kind of, no, no, I'm cool. And he, he turned around and goes, Uncle Tom. Oh, snap. And, um, and I just kind of gave him a half guard and just carried on walking. And just ignored it at first. And it really started sort of bothering me. Um, I mean, I just it. weren't taking it because who the heck has a CD player nowadays? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to give you money for a flipping coaster. Um, but anyway, so so... But it really, but it really, it really bothered me. Did you go back and hit him? I didn't. I didn't. Um, and the reason I was thinking as well, like he seen me, he seen me um, with uh, a white girl, and immediately made an assumption because you don't, you're not going to call someone Uncle Tom just because they don't yeah. want your CD. So if you just... call yourself one of those white girls, haven't you? Yeah, sort of thing. So. Um, like, as I said, I just tried to ignore it. We're, I'm just with me and the, the girl I'm with are talking. And then she could tell something was up. And then she's like, what's the matter? You seem like you're kind of distracted now. And I said to her, and I was like, oh, I'd like, 
you know, and, and she could see it was bo- bothering me. That guy called me Uncle Tom. You're like, well, maybe you look like his Uncle Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but she, no, it, all it was is she just didn't get it. Like, yeah. She was just so dismissive of it. Did she know the like the where that term comes from? What what it's about? I think you... maybe not fully, mm. maybe not fully, but it was just the the sort of dismissiveness of it. Like oh, like don't get like so what? Someone called you something big deal, like sort of thing. And it was like it was funny enough. It was that point where it actually made me think like there's there is like there is culturally a difference sometimes like to tell the truth, like, and with things like, like probably all the scenarios I've, I've, I've mentioned, like I've always had, if I've dated someone who's not black, I've, I've had, I've always had more grief from people who are black than I have from either the same people I'm dating. I mean, some of them even come and apologize to me five years later, <laughs> like, like my mate's dad, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So, and that, that, that's always bothered me more than, like, because it's almost like, look, you know what shit we go through. Like, you know, like all this stuff. And then why are you going to attack me for something with like, what happened to the brotherhood? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The unity and all that. Like we, we see each other and like, like there's this kind of, it's not like an unwritten rule, but it's kind of unwritten thing. Like you see another black guy, you just kind of like little, you give him the black just, guy yeah, just little, little black guy. Dad. Do, do you know, uh, quick, when I was in India, yeah, I was walking through Delhi. Yeah. And obviously, there's no not many other white people yeah, there yeah, at the yeah. time, right? I see a white guy nervous on the yeah. street, and my mate's like, "Look, one of your cousins," <laughs> and he looks at me, yeah. and he gives me a nod, yeah, and I couldn't help it, bro. I nod back. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's a real thing. It's it's just a little. It's just a little bit of acknowledgement, just like, oh yeah, like cool, like one of us, one yeah, of us, sort of thing. Anyway, uh, you hear people joke about that stuff sometimes, but anyway, it was it was almost like that. So that kind of affected me more because it's like. It's so easy to judge, but it's like, you know, every, like you, you still know people have to go through shit. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was just the fact that she could not understand it. She, it's like she just couldn't. And it did make me think that was the first time. This was this was maybe five, six years, maybe between uh, less than seven years ago. And um, and it was the first time I did think like, well, like even sometimes within the culture, like different things. can actually affect a relationship. Um, and I think if I was actually dating that person and that situation happened and she didn't get me, that would be a big deal in our relationship. Not even necessarily say, say she didn't get me because obviously everyone has to have the opportunity to learn, but if her reaction was the same yeah. and that was actually one of the things that whether I was like, nah, like yeah. this ain't never gonna, and have you, gonna go anywhere. So have you ever... Like I've had a couple of times where I was dating Asian girls specifically. Yeah. Um, like, so this, obviously, just, just for the record, I haven't dated a whole, whole bunch of Asian girls. <laughs> dated, like, less than a handful, right? But one of the Asian girls I was dating, we started off as friends, and then one of them just kissed, right? Yeah. And as soon as she kissed me, she pulled her pulled back for a second, she was like, and she, she smiled, she kissed me again, and yeah. then she was like, you're white oh shit and I was like what and then whatever I find so um, like one of the next times I saw her she was like I'm worried I was like what do you mean she's like we're dating right I was like yeah she goes so white people like you guys date a lot I was like well yeah she's like how many girlfriends have you had I was like a few 
She goes, okay, I've had like one boyfriend. Uh, and, you know, that's it's, we just don't do that. So, you know, are you just going to like stop talking to me one day? I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, I know you guys. Like, you guys have your reputation, you know, <laughs> for just, just, you just leave girls like, like it's nothing. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, that's what white people do. They cheat or they just leave girls or you two-timers or... Does what? It. I was like... Wow, man, you got a you got a real twisted perspective of white people in general. Mm. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm a player. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was just confused. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. But and that was that was like her weird bit of prejudice. Yeah. And actually, because she she wasn't born and raised in England, mm. uh, and she was she had a a weird prejudice against black guys as well. And it's actually um, when she met a, a friend of mine. Yeah. She she like almost became. Oh, it's so weird. I don't know the, the right word, but after she met him, it completely changed her perspective yeah. of black guys. Yeah. And she was like, oh, when I was being brought up, I thought black people were like, you know, bad people. Yeah. They, they robbed people and killed people and. Da, da. Yeah. I was like, do you really think like all black people are robbers yeah, and killers? Because yeah. you know we have millions of them living in in like countries all over the world, and if that was the case. You know, this world would be a pretty devastated place to live. Yeah, I, I, I've met people who have, um, who have uh, said things like that, um, just random things. I remember even just being in college, and this girl liked me, and then she, like when we got talking, she was like, "Can you dance with me? Is it true all black guys can dance?" Oh, dear. I was like, "Of course it is." <laughs> <laughs> What kind of dance? I can dougie, yeah. I can whip a nene, soldier boy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's funny sometimes, but yeah. it is. I mean, it's 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 annoying. It's easy to laugh at, but at the same time, like if people don't know, they don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would never go and ask someone something like that. I would just maybe put music on and just watch their reaction. <laughs> but the the it, it's a it's a weird almost kind of innocence that they should no longer have at that age. Like you know, if it's a little kid and you expect like a young child or something to come up and they'll ask you a question. Yeah. But I guess as you get older, you learn to kind of navigate life a little bit differently, and you know, you should know when something may come across a bit awkward or offensive. But some people don't. So I don't I don't ever get like annoyed. I get why some people do, but I just think it's funny. Like, oh, yeah. you poor little thing, <laughs> sort of thing, and, uh, and they just tell you the answer. Yeah. But, um, oh, that's mad. But have you, uh, what about, like, um, I get, well, have you, have you ever had, like, a girl mm. that you've been dating say something racist aimed at you or aimed at someone else? I'll tell you something really random, right? In my experience, People, a lot like, I don't know, I'm trying to think the right way to say this, but I can't, so I'll just say it. I'm, a lot of working class people who are dating or have kids by black guys seem to feel like entitled, entitled to give opinions on or say say things and give opinions on things that may affect black people. Like, oh, why are you getting upset about blackface? 
well, because, well, I can't be racist. I haven't called you racist. Chill. I haven't yeah. said that. Well, just to let you know, my child's mixed face. Mm, okay. How is that going to help this conversation? Yeah, yeah. The worst case scenario, and I've, I've seen that a lot, whether it's online, whether it's in even real life, I've had scenarios like that, and people like, well, my boyfriend's black, so I can say this word. It's like, really? But um, the worst case, the worst scenario, I was in the car with someone um their child was in the back seat um who's mixed race their mate who was in the um passenger seat is um his child was mixed race she was driving and she was dating a black guy as well at the time right she was driving there was a nothing happened like there was a close contact and it was actually her fault she while I'm down the window, there's black guys in the car. This is on Camden High Street. It's so like, you know how slow it is. 20 mile per hour road. Right. And it's like, you, you move at about two miles an hour. So nothing really was going to happen. She wound down the window and she turned around and said, Oi, you effing black C-U-N-T. And I was like, did you just say that? Pull over. You're like, that's not But before I got out of the car, I said, how? I said like, how could you say that? Her response was, well, if they were a packy, I would have said, you effing packy, C-U-N-T. And I'm like, did you just defend racism with oh, racism? Dear. Like, anyway, I just, I was just like, pull over. I'm like, I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to yeah. beef with someone. Like, and then yeah, I just yeah. got out of the car. I think it's difficult in that situation because there's, there's different types of racism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, that's like a, a very obvious form of ignorance. Yeah. And do you know what? It's funny, actually. I, I got on this little spiral of... Uh, I don't know what I was looking at recently, but uh, Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. You know about Ben Shapiro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This... Uh, he, he was doing a talk, and this girl got up and asked a question, and... Uh, she, she clearly was, hadn't seen his videos. It's like, you don't ask him a question. Yeah, like. yeah. So she was a, a she was British, black British girl, right? Yeah. And she was like, being that we know through study that unconscious bias exists, yeah. how do you think we should be checking people to make sure that they're not, you know, having these unconscious biases towards other people? Yeah. And he was like, well, first of all, you can't measure unconscious bias. By definition, it's unconscious. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, there's no metric for that. You can't, you can't ask someone questions and, you know, form a... Uh, a correlation between the answers to generic questions and say that that's going to make them more or less racist. Yeah. It doesn't work. And he was like, but if someone says something that's racist or they do something that's racist, I will gladly get up and stand next to you or anyone else and yeah. protest that person. But what we can't do is protest people's thoughts and intentions. Yeah. So someone might do something that outwardly seems fine, mm. but inwardly, they're doing it begrudgingly or resentfully because they're racist and they sure, don't want to yeah, put forward. Sure, yeah. And you never know it. Yeah. Because ultimately, I don't want to police people's thoughts. Because if, let's say, for example, we've... Okay, here's, here's a good mm. one, right? No, no black person, really, unless obviously some parts of America and stuff, they, they call each other the N-word yeah. very casually, right? Yeah. But I'm sure you don't have any white friends or black friends that come up to you and go, Denny, what's up, my... Yeah, yeah. Right? They don't do that, yeah? Mm -hmm. Cool. So if you met someone and they relentlessly referred to you as their N-word, yeah, yeah. how long would that friendship last? Not very long at all. Right. 
So wouldn't you rather know that that is how that person thinks and yeah. how they behave yeah. so that you can avoid that person? Yeah. Or so that person can be scrutinized mm. or even educated? Yeah. You know, ultimately, stuff like that comes from a place of ignorance. Yeah, yeah. So if they're going to, if someone comes up and says, oh, you know, what's up this, what's up this, yeah. yeah. and they start talking some ignorant nonsense, mm. you go, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Out of love, I'm going to tell you what you're doing is nonsense. Mm. And here's why. So you, you need to stop that. And then we can we can carry on communicating. I can find out something else about you that hopefully I don't find offensive. Yeah. If they then try and persist and go, no, 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 you don't get it, yeah? My baby mama, <laughs> she's black too. <laughs> He's like, okay, first of all, you're white. <laughs> don't say baby mama. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And and if you, and if the person did, obviously you'd know to avoid them. Yeah. Just like and and for me, I was, I was never like it was funny actually because even in my family, so when I was younger I used to listen to, initially I'd listen to like Michael Jackson music, I idolized Michael Jackson, and then uh, I was into hip hop music, and my my family would be like, oh you want to be black, you want to be black, because my family were like a little bit racist. Mm. Some of my school friends. We'd be like, oh, effing packy this, effing N-word that. Yeah. And I was just like, I just started to feel a bit uncomfortable around these people. So yeah. I'd, I'd avoid those people. Like a lot of my friends growing up were either black or Asian. Yeah. And they didn't have much negative stuff to say about white people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was all right. Like, they were just cool. But a lot of my white friends, even if it was not necessarily malicious, mm. like even my own mum, she used to say, oh, I'm just going to go down to the packy shop. Yeah. Like, Mum, they're Indian. You yeah. know how offensive it is to an Indian to call them a Paki? They hate it. Yeah. Like, you could call a Pakistani person a Paki, they would hate it quite a lot. Yeah. An Indian person would want to smash your face in with a brick. Yeah, yeah. They really don't like it. They don't like Pakistanis. There's a lot of resentment towards each other, the old generation, especially like back in the nineties, whatever. Yeah. Where where we live as well. There was riots and Yeah, stuff yeah, shit, there was, yeah. So so I didn't really feel comfortable, but it taught me, hang on, like this friend who I was cool with is displaying these behaviours. Maybe that's not really what I want to be around. Yeah. So step away from that person. And I don't think we should live in a world where people are policed by their thoughts so much that they try to hide who they are. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd rather know that you're an arsehole yeah. than have you pretend to be my friend and really be an arsehole. I totally agree. And that's one of the things, like when 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 people do say things, and again, despite what I think from, you know, and I, as I said earlier, sort of like, oh, like, like sort of thing, and almost patronising, I will still explain. And my thoughts are patno- like are patronising, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. my outward actions. But I would, um, my I would, uh, yeah, I would take the time to, 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 you know, to generally explain. I mean, even that person who turned around and said that in the car, at that point, it was like, this is beef. And the other thing was as well, we weren't moving nowhere. If those guys, there was about two, the driver, <laughs> passenger, a person, I'm thinking, if they got out of the car, I'm almost like, go ahead, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, Obviously, I'm with you, man. I'm yeah, with you. I'm with you guys, like, sort of thing. But, um... Yeah, I had another another person. Maybe it's just the people I chat to. I don't know. But another girl, she was I was I was seeing. She was beefing with someone on the phone, and then she called him the N word. And my first thought, because I I I like it takes. I don't actually get offended by it. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't actually get offended by it. Like, you can't offend me by being black. It's like saying, you have hair. You you have a fingernail. Like, it's not no, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm black. I know this. It's not something. You can never yeah, offend yeah. me by it. Um, but it was the thought of, you don't know I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> sort yeah, yeah. of thing. How can you, like, why are you saying that? Like, sort of thing. Um, and I did have, obviously have a conversation. And it was the same thing. It was like, well, I'm seeing you and... So I can't be racist. So I'm allowed to, that doesn't mean you're allowed to say it. Like yeah, yeah. no one just say it. Like you never hear me say it. Like sort yeah. of thing. Do you but, know what that's uh, funny? Actually, w- one thing. You mm. know, you say like how you weren't going anywhere. Yeah. To a quick tangent story, I have my brother-in-law, my sister, and my newborn nephew in my car. I was mm. giving them a lift home. My brother-in-law was a bit drunk. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He stopped at the off license to get a couple more beers. There's three Polish guys. I sh- well, I say they're Pol- Eastern European. Mm. I'm not going to say they're Polish. I don't know they're Polish. Yeah. What what happens next will tell you why I use the word Polish. <laughs> so one of them was like sitting on the floor. It looked like he was half unconscious. Mm. The other one was peeing up against the shop front next door. And the other one was trying to push in the queue to the off license. Mm. So my brother-in-law like, says to God, hey, hey, there's a queue, man. Step off, whatever. And uh, the, the, the European guy says something, whatever, confrontational to my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law kind of ignores it, buys his booze, jumps back in the car. This is years ago. I was probably about 19, 20 or something. Mm-hmm. So he gets in the car. As we're turning, like this is just to give you, like, because obviously you know the area, people that are listening may yeah. or may not know, in Slough, Three Tons Junction, yeah. there's that off-license on the corner. It's open 24-7, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're going towards Slough. So you have to pull out of that little lay-by road and then do a Yui. Right. As I'm about to do the Yui, he puts my back window down and shouts out, you dirty Polish C-U-N-T's. Right? Shit. And then I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? You don't do that. And I come around to the... Tra- There's traffic lights right yeah, there. Yeah, the yeah. lights are red. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the lights are red. And these guys are running towards the car. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, obviously I've got my, my sister and my nephew in the yeah, car, and yeah. this idiot, who at the time, I was like, bruv, how you be that stupid? I should push you out of the car now and let them bang you up. <laughs> but I was like, man, they're going to, you know, maybe they're going to drag my sister out and slap yeah, her yeah, as well, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. And I actually, um, like I, when I was teaching martial arts and stuff, even when I was younger, I'd do it. So I'd have like a, a weapons and stuff in the car, mm. just because I'd take them to class, we use them for weapons yeah. defense. I was fully re- ready to get a weapon out and use it to... Do- and I was like, no, nah, I nah, don't do it. So I actually had to drive through. The light was red. I had to just hold my... Toot the horn continuously, flash my lights, rev my engine and just push through the junction. Luckily, didn't have an accident. Got Shit. got through without these guys battering my brother-in-law. I think people don't realise sometimes that like there's things called traffic light. <laughs> yeah, man, you don't know. You don't I shout know. at people in traffic, you idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. But, just jokes, um, jokes. But no, I think other than... Um, that I think I think the main thing to to take from this really is if you're if you're a white person dating a black person or an Asian person that does not give you a license to say certain things. Yeah, definitely. Like, and even I'll be honest, to my wife and only to my wife, I use the and I don't aim it at her or or use it in that way. But I'll use the word "packy." Okay. And I'll use it in a way that my wife uses it. So my wife uses it. For example, 
she'll say that's some old-fashioned village Paki mentality. Okay. And she's not really talking about being from Pakistan. She's talking about having that village mentality. Right, yeah. So sometimes I'll use it the same way to get her to understand how stupid it is, the situation that's yeah. going on. Yeah. But I would never use that in front of my brother-in-law, for example, even though he says Paki every third, fourth, fifth word. Right. He's obviously Pakistani. Yeah. I don't assume that because I'm married to his sister, I'm allowed to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Or that it's cool for me to say it. And and it's that's the thing as well. Like I always say honky. Yeah. And my wife gets offended by it. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm a honky. She's like, don't say that. So offended. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm a cracker, right? <laughs> I can say whatever I want. You can't, you can't cuss me out for it. You can't tell me I can't cuss myself. But ultimately, obviously, you can tell me I can't cuss you. Yeah, yeah. So I think number one, if you're if you're saying something racist, you're just saying something racist. Standard. That yeah. makes you kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you've got a best friend, if your adopted parents are of that background, yeah. or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Like, just, just don't, don't. Stay, say stupidness but if you hear someone saying stupidness use it as an opportunity to educate them I agree and uh, and you know if, if that doesn't work then obviously you know that that person's not the kind of person you want to associate yourself with yeah maybe step off step away and, and the biggest one for me was going back kind of full circle to the beginning is realise especially if you are in a mixed race relationship especially if you're in the early days and you want to take it further and you know there's some family conflict on the way just remember if you're you're an adult, you know, you've got to live your life, follow your own path. You know, your parents raised you to to be a good person. Yeah. They didn't raise you to follow everything that they do, exactly how they say it, exactly when they say yeah. it. You're not a soldier. Or to follow what they say. Yeah, man. And cool. uh, no, yeah, just, just try and try and live a, a good, happy life. And uh, and obviously, if, if you're listening to this and you're going through something, you know, I have a little bit of experience. Denny, as yep. you can hear, has lots of experience. And I'll just say as well, uh, there's a there's a charity actually based in Slough called Gina, J E E N A, that deal that help. It it was kind of predominantly set up to help um, Asian females, right? Um, trying to who may be in situations where they're they're going to be put into a, an arranged marriage or forced forced into an arranged marriage, should I say? Um, but they, they do, um, support people from any culture. Um, and, um, yeah, particularly, as I said, they do support men as well, but because that stuff predominantly happens to women where they have issues with their families. Um, yeah, I think it's Gina.org, but I'll double check that and, um, get that posted. Fair enough. No, no, that's cool. Yeah. There's, there are loads of charities, especially if you're, you know, of a, let's say your Indian background and stuff and you, you feel like your parents are going to press you into doing something you don't want to. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm sure, I think I remember you telling me a story even about, um, you know, Indian girl kind of parents trying to spring a surprise wedding on her. You know, it, it happens. I've, I've had friends of mine. Just where... briefly, if it's the same one I'm talking about, like this girl, like was at work on Friday and was at work on Monday. And you know, you just say, how was your weekend? Well, my brothers tried to take me to this country. I had to create have uh, create loads of noise. Had to stop off at um, the the flight stopped off at like uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi. Um, 
I got in contact with whoever it was and they flew me back home and I'm back at work on Monday. And I was just like, damn, that's a, uh, it's just not yet. <laughs> yeah. It's just standard. She's like, yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going somewhere else next month. Yeah. But they promised me it's not going to be like that this time. And I believe him this time too. <laughs> nuts, nuts, so, yeah. nuts. So you got your uh, throwback. Oh, damn. Jocks do, you know do mine first. Yeah, because I'm such right. a, a busy one. Yeah. All right. So my song is yeah. going to be Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Tune off of her, I think the album was Velvet Rope, which I'll double check. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Velvet Rope. Um, and my film, kind of keeping on topic, is going to be Guess Who? Did you ever see that? No. So that was, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, flip's sake. What is his name? It'll come to me in a sec. Bernie Mac. Okay. So Bernie Mac is the dad. Uh, so basically, Bernie Mac, his uh, daughter, played by Zoe Saldana, brings He's Ashton right. Kutcher home. Oh, God. Um, and Bernie Mac, the dad, isn't too happy. And it's basically Ashton Kutcher um, being a sort of white preppy guy trying to fit in and being all kinds of awkward and funny in this uh, black well-to-do American family. It's actually a remake of an old film called, um, uh, what was the, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? It was okay. Sidney Poitier. Okay. Um, who, and it was reversed. So he was a black guy being brought into a white family. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what? What? It's weird, man. <laughs> it's so strange you say that. So my, the movie mm-hmm. that I was going to suggest. Yeah. It's so mad. <laughs> so, have you seen Will Smith, Six Degrees of Separation? I think I have. It was one of his early ones. 93. Yeah, yeah. So in this film, he so he plays a... He basically kind of... He plays this group of very middle-class white people yeah, yeah. into thinking that he's Sidney Poitier's son. Yes, yes, that's so, right, yeah. And he yeah. uses the whole Sydney. So when yeah. you said Sidney Poitier, I was like, I was literally just got the name of the movie up just to make sure I, I had it right. Yeah. And as you said it, I was like, I just remembered, I was thinking of the line in the film where he goes, my father's Sidney Poitier. You may have heard of him. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's it. For me, that was, I remember watching it thinking, damn man, this film is so deep. I think I've only seen like half of that film. Do you know? What? Um, so it's it's weird. So it's got uh, Donald Sutherland in it as well. Okay. So uh, they're basically having a, a dinner party when Will Smith turns up covered in blood and claims that he's friends with their children, and then he charms his way into their house, and the cu- couple kind of discover that he's he's actually lying the whole way through. Oh <laughs> shit! But uh, but yeah, he gets in their good graces and they all love him off, and uh, yeah, it's just weird. And it turned like he, he kind of, he knew their children or he'd manipulated his way to finding out stuff about their children. Right. So he knew stuff about them yeah. that he could then use to get into their, uh, into their dinner party. Or he, well, he, I don't even know if he knew they're having a dinner party, but just to get into their life. Yeah, so yeah. Like, For me, I thought that film was so sick. Um, and it was actually so. a good, Will Smith showed a lot of range in that movie yeah, as an actor yeah. as well. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and the, the song that I'm going to go with, uh, came on the radio today. I'm very rarely listening to the radio these days. Uh, but Lauren Hill. That, okay. That thing. 
Tune. Which, Tune. interestingly enough... Do what? That thing. I don't know if you remember. I swear, I swear this... I can't... I'm sure it was Lauren Hill. But she basically said, I'd rather my child died mm. than have a white person sing in my band or something. Yeah. So she actually addressed that and she said she never said it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I heard that as well. And it was, it, that was... I don't know how it got around so quick because the internet weren't even around in them yeah, days. Yeah. But yeah, she with, she turned around. She apparently she Gwen said she Stefani yeah. as well. Like, apparently she spat at Gwen Stefani or something back in the day. Okay, I don't, I don't know, know about that. But I, yeah, I know she has actually gone on record and and said that she never said that. Like all of her fans are like a huge majority of her fans are white. Like she wouldn't have had that success and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And it's true. I think then where music, you know, when it was predominantly like CDs, it was something like over ninety percent of people buying hip hop were white people. Mm. Um, yeah, just gentrifying shit left, right, and <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing as well. And it's such a harsh thing to say, like yeah. yeah. I was like, when I, I remember when I first heard it, that's why I said apparently she said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know because I was just like, yeah. Do you know what? You gotta be messed up to say something yeah, like that. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be a bit like tripping sideways. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so, so we'll. Uh, we're still thinking of what was going to be the next topic of debate. Yeah. This was something that me and Denny had obviously quite a decent bit of experience with mm-hmm. something close to our hearts. Definitely. Indeed. Definitely. Um, I think we, uh, the next one should be interesting actually. I've got oh, it arranged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we've got the, we've got interesting one coming up, uh, to do some tech stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? We, we're, we're in a, process of sorting out so we've got this uh this new venue that hopefully is gonna work out quite nice because it's actually a, a proper studio yeah uh, it's in a little bit of disarray at the minute but we'll, we'll we'll get it sorted we'll get it sorted and then we'll get on youtube so you guys can see our ugly mugs <laughs> and uh and yeah so so let us know your your thoughts and feedback oh just Definitely. one quick thing uh obviously i was going to mention about the um instagram followers on snapchat insta all that stuff mm-hmm. again obviously nga podcast I actually got, I don't know if you you saw it, I got a, a little warning strike for our Instagram. Oh, is it? <laughs> we just got on there. I know, I know. And oh, I'll, tell you guys, I'll tell you what happened, right? There was a, there was a post on Insta that said, uh, I want the term, I've got, I've got to bring it up. I want the term gold digger to include men that use women's emotional labour to evolve and become better people. So that was the term, right? Right. Now, the post was actually on a, uh, it's a, an organisation that's like a, to, it's like a prevention of rape organisation, right. which is like, a, that's a legit cause. Like yeah, if, you, yeah. if you're going to go after, but that I found completely irrelevant to that. Yeah. And it's kind of spurious thought process anyway, because gold diggers referring to something physical, i.e. Yeah. money. Yeah. And, no one gets, no one sees a girl and goes, yes, she's going to help me evolve and become a better person. Yeah, yeah. I'll get with her. Yeah. Like it, does, it just doesn't go that yeah. way. So I responded to it with, uh, I want a red Lamborghini and I'll probably get what I want quicker than you get what you want. Oh, shit. Because what you want is to be less of a mongoloid. Now, <laughs> mongoloid is an offensive word. I, I admit that, right? But I basically got a warning off Instagram saying that what I said was hate speech. Oh, shit. I was like, what? In fact, the the... It said community guidelines, we remove comments that encourage violence or attack anyone based on who they are. So I guess she said, this guy's attacking me because I'm a mongoloid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and it said, we remove specific threats of physical harm, theft or vandalism. 
So I was just like, what in the world? So I got a little warning strike. They're like, look, if you continue doing this, yeah, uh, then obviously we'll, we'll block your so, account. Yeah. So I was like, damn, man, I'm going to need to not, not <laughs> post anything that's controversial using the NJ podcast channel. So I went on and used my own personal account. <laughs> and I reposted pretty much the same comment, just taping it in a little bit. And it got, it got a little bit hype. <laughs> So yeah, you see me, if you see uh, NJ Podcast, we're out here causing, <laughs> causing stirs. All sorts of mischief. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's me. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we're out. Peace.